Hey everybody, this is another installment of the... Rico and... Enrico... Podcast. podcast. <laughs> so today we got a special guest. We got our friend, Kyle. Hi. <laughs> wow, okay. You could have uh, more enthusiasm. But hey, what's up everybody? Yeah, no, it's fine, it's fine. Uh, we give a shout out to Couch Boys with their new song, Pressure, that just released yesterday. We want to give a shout-out to Austin Thud Hubbard, who's going to be fighting the UFC on August 22nd, so check him out. Really do it. Yeah. But uh, before we start, I just want to say something real quick. I'm tired of driving around. I'm just going to get right into this. I'm tired of driving around. Oh, um, we have a segment today to where whoever cusses or cuss the other person out has to take a drink. Cuss the other person off. Oh, I almost <laughs> cussed right there. Today, <laughs> Mika, what are we drinking today? <laughs> okay, today we're drinking uh, Svedka. It is it is raspberry, and our special guest Kyle actually picked it out for us. He thought we were going to drink beer first, but well, we're not. No, he wanted two 40s, and he wanted to actually have all of us have three 40s for a second and drink all that and see who gets fucked up. But we're also going to be drink, uh, eating. Damn it. Okay. Okay, since you jumped that, you want to try it now for all three of us instead of you just drinking it? Yeah, we'll try it now. Ooh. Kyle? Kyle? There we go. Let's do this. <laughs> it's kind of thick. Ooh, yeah. We're also eating Johnny's wings and their pizza today, so that's pretty cool. I love it. I mean, we'll see how they like it. This is greasy. <laughs> I like I the wings. Say, uh, Donnie's pizza is extremely greasy, so if you have any type of heart condition <laughs> or if you don't work out a lot, don't get it because you will die. <laughs> Stop! No, 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 I'm, dude. Drinking and eating Johnny's pizza. I just think Johnny's. I just like my pizza greasy, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I like. My, I don't care. I like my greasy pizza. I feel like. But, <laughs> damn. <laughs> can you? Can you just like? Are you just? No, I'm not doing it on purpose. It's just I'm so used to cussing. I just my mom has a sailor mouth and. I kind of inherited don't that. Don't blame your mom. Man, don't, <laughs> don't bring your mom in this. Just because you can't hold your tongue. Yeah. All right, anyways, no. So I'm tired of going to the intersections, and I'm stopping first, and the person across from me stops next, and then they just go. Or they just don't even stop at all. And then I start to go, and they go, hey, well, like, what's going on, man? Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm sitting there thinking, dude, I stopped first. Like, how – how the heck did you get your license? <laughs> and they just give you a dirty look and they drive right by. It's so hard not to cuss. That is, that is hard. Oh, I don't even have a... All right, Kyle. So, um, we just... Well, we know that you're about to be a father. Huh? How's that How's that feel? Let's, let's hear it. Yeah, let's hear it. How's it feel? I mean... A shrug? I feel like myself. <laughs> well, you're not going to be like... Pushing him into sports and anything because you played high school football, basketball, and you ran track. Yeah, you did baseball too, freshman year. Wait, we know the gender. It's a. I it's didn't a, know the gender. It's a boy. Is it me, Kyle Jr.? Nah, not today. <laughs> Maybe later. Though. But I don't know. It's whatever the kid wants to do. Really, I'm not gonna try and force it any way. My parents didn't do that. I turned out alright, so hopefully that just keeps things, you know, going straight. I don't want him to turn on like some psychopath, you know. <laughs> okay, we have that. It's a good idea. I mean, don't push him to do anything. Yeah. Um, if you like to doubt up any names, I want to name him Zeus. My girlfriend's not really uh, a fan of that name, but I think that's probably the coolest name we could think of. Has she said any names that make sense? Uh, not any names that I think make sense, but there you go. Hey, what are some examples? What if she said? She's right over there, bro. 
I'm just, I'm just asking what names she said. She's in the next room over, just letting you guys know. <laughs> well, she said Liam, and I'm like, all right, what kind of black kid's name is Liam? <laughs> Like, I would pick on that kid, to be honest. I mean, it's, it's 2020, bro. Okay. But I do I do support you, actually, the whole Liam thing. You like Liam? No. You don't I like Liam. You really like an actor, dude. The, uh, Liam, Liam Neeson. Neeson. Yeah, dude. He's a badass. Take another drink. <sighs> Take two, I cut you guys off. Shit. I need to mix this. Yeah. Just trying to tell y'all. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm just going to drink a drink. I... I don't like too much sugar, because then my stomach hurts, and I'm like, I want to throw up. That makes me throw up. Oh, I want to puke tonight. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> we can, I can support that. We can, yeah. we can make that happen. Oh, I was just playing. <laughs> oh, I was just, I want to have a good night tonight. <laughs> I don't want to throw up. Did you tell them what happened last weekend after we got done? <laughs> oh, we went, we, we, okay, last weekend we said, we're going to go down to the bars for one beer. For a beer, and we did not go down the bars for a beer. We stood down there till they closed, and this was like ten or something. Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't even ten yet. It was nine. It was like nine. Um, the time we went down there. Yeah, the time we went down there for one beer. Mm. And yeah, Rico had like I don't know. And I had <laughs> I don't know either. I'm not keeping track today. I'll tell you that right there. Right. Oh, and then we got back here and we drank a whole bottle of uh, what did we drink? <laughs> okay, okay. Well, you just well, you do that. Oh, I had food uh, in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> we had a bottle of champagne and a bottle of wine. That was awesome. All right, Kyle. So you got your degree in. What is your degree? Uh, my degree was a major in psychology with a minor in philosophy. Dude, see, that's awesome. So you went to uh, North Central for that? Yeah. How was it living in North Central? How was it like moving from Dixon going to like a bigger city? I'll tell you what. At North Central, the things are a lot different, and it's probably just a city thing because, you know, we're from the country. But, like, it's a lot more... Like, you have to, you're not really looking out for the people around you. You're just more worried about yourself. And, like, out here, because there's such a small amount of people, that like, if you fuck over somebody else, like, it's going to, like, it's going to affect you. Like, it's going to affect you down the road, where if you mess with someone up in Naperville, like, you might not ever see him again. And I think that makes our, like, at least around here, a lot. I think it's better around here just because, like, you can't just screw everybody over and then think you can walk away with it. That's what happened a lot in Naperville. Oh, so what you're saying is, like, you can't really tell people off or do anything to anyone up there because... But you, you can't, my bad. You can <laughs> do whatever you want to up there because you'll most likely never see them again in your lifetime. Yeah. But in a small town, you'll see them... Like the next day or the next time, be like, hey "Hey, Jim, (laughs) hey, did you just cut me off? Uh, No, that was a different person. I I know you. I know the vehicle (laughs) you drive, so you know (laughs) you can't do that." But uh, tell us what you learned up there, like uh, for your degrees. Like, you got anything like deep that you want to tell us, or just like Um, like enlighten us a little? I can if I can find the right page in my notebook. I brought two notebooks here today. I can show you guys. Those are some good looking notes. Yeah. When you get bored in class, you start drawing and shit. Ready? 
<laughs> Not gonna lie, dude. In class, I usually just pull up my phone and I watch a video or I play a game. Oh, my goodness. All right. So I can show you guys, going or at least teach you guys, how uh, <laughs> every one of us experiences an external event. Let's hear it real quick. Yeah, let's hear it. Fuck it. Uh, it'd probably be easier if we could all see this thing. So I'm put it. Stick it in the middle. That's what she said. That's what she said. In the middle of what? <laughs> all right. So pretty much what it is is the external event, which could be considered um, just like anything. So like even this chair, it gets filtered through your five senses. Uh, consciously, you're unaware of more than 99% of what's actually going on. So, like, if you really think about it, there's a light on in there, light on in here, light in the kitchen, but you're only focused on, like, a certain, like, point in the space. And then, after your five senses, it gets concert, uh, it gets filtered through your unconscious filters, which are, like, your beliefs and values, past memories and past decisions, and they all distort and delete certain things. So, like, if you... Let's say you won the lottery off a lottery ticket. If you go and buy another one you don't win, it's going to be, like, a different experience than the first time you got one, you know? And then through your uh, unconscious filters, about five to nine chunks of data are actually filtered through, like, to your brain. And that goes through your internal representations, which is how your unconscious mind encodes memories. And that affects your state... And that refers to the emotions you feel, and then your state or your emotions affect your body or your physiology, and then that leads to the behavior that you do. That is like that's pretty deep, honestly. Listen to that, like you lost me for a second, and then you got me back because <laughs> I had to go get some paper towels because my hands are greasy. But yeah. dude, that's like that's like next level shit. It really that's is. The, fuck it. That's yeah. That's some next level shit right there, dude. Yeah, honestly, is. I had to dump. I had to legally download a book off the internet to find this, but don't tell nobody. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, we're not telling we're anybody. Not here. Yeah, right, we're so not stitches here. Okay, go for it, go for it. So you can think of your mind and perception as like a movie theater. There's the screen, the sliders and the reels, and then the white light of the projector. So the movie screen is representative of everything you notice outside of you. And your core is the white light shining through the filters of your body, like of your experience. So like for if you're the light, then the movie filters are like you know how in the old days they would used to switch the filters and move the screen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then the screen is just like what you like shine your light onto. Mm -hmm. But it's important to always focus on what you want, think of solutions, and look for reasons why you can, and then why you can't. I mean, not why you can't. So is that more talking about like your conscience kind of? Yeah, I'm, that's pretty much. So my degree, what I really wanted to do was I wanted to know like why people do what they do. And that's the psychology part. And then for the philosophy part, it's what would actually be the right thing for someone to do. Which you do. So for psychology and philosophy? Yep. I'd say I learned, I learned a lot through psychology, but I learned so much more through philosophy just because... Like, anything in the real world can be, like, interpreted in so many different ways. Like, me, you, and you all see this thing in a different way. Like, you get it from that angle, I get it from here. Like, I can't see what you're seeing right now. Let's have a mirror. Yeah. <laughs> yeah even a mirror is not the same thing. Yeah, because you're right. seeing a reflection, a reflection of it. Yeah. Well, 
I have the. So when you're looking at this paper towel roll right here, what do you see? Paper towel roll. What do you see? Paper towel roll. I see paper towel roll, but I see also where I ripped it off at. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So it's like. So what you just explained is like we all see the world and what we look at differently in perspective of our eyes. Uh, Dude, if so I was high, this would be so awesome. <laughs> I mean, honestly, this is like prime high talk. Dude, this is prime high talk. What do you guys think I did in college? <laughs> <laughs> all right, but uh, moving on, there's a reticular activating system in your brain, and it's pretty much a mechanism that controls like your selective focus. So... You have to, like, train your reticular activating system to, like, see different things in a different way. And I'll just read through the notes here. That was just, like, my, like, what I know just off the top of my head. But I wrote down, mechanism in your brain that controls selective focus. The unconscious mind cannot process a negative. So when you train, where you train the mind to focus exclusively on things you want. So you want to be focused on solutions, not problems. You know, you want to be... Focus on reasons why you can, not reasons why you can't. And you want to focus on, like, positives, not negatives. Because there's always – you can't have a positive without a negative. That's mm-hmm. the thing. And you can't have a reason why you can't if you, you – know, there's no reason why you can't. One of the craziest things I ever learned in school was – I don't remember what class it was. I think it was the philosophy of mind. But it was pretty much saying, like, as soon as you feel like you're limited, you have to be beyond it. Or else it wouldn't feel limiting to you. Whoa. So, like, you're working out. You feel like, oh, I've only benched 195. So now you just tell yourself you have to, ex- like, exceed that. You can bench more than, like, like working out or... Uh, uh, for working out, I feel it's a little different, <coughs> maybe. That's just because, like, your body does have a limit of what it can really do. But, like, mentally, if you experience a limit, it wouldn't be considered a limit if you weren't at the same time beyond that limit. Or else you wouldn't know that it was a limit. Oh, whoa. Yeah, that's pretty... My head's wild right now. Like, I'm trying to, like, I'm really trying to, like, tell my brain what to think and, like, I can do this shit all day. <laughs> <laughs> just letting you guys know, we just, finished, we just finished one bottle of Svodka. Yeah. We got one more left. Yeah. And we just started. We're only, we're not even 15 minutes in. Are you serious? Dude, no, we're not even 15 minutes in. Okay. And we already got one bottle gone. Right, I'm going to skip some of this stuff. Well, unless you guys but, want me to. Well, no, no, no. I have a question for you. So, remember in uh, high school, we had that motivational speaker, but that guy that's like, yeah, I used to work out when I would tear all my muscles. And, and for one, football. I'm sorry, I have to drink for interrupting. <laughs> no, dude, you're fine. I don't care. Okay. I mean, Good guess. I we're talking. Say, and I'll drink for what I'm about to say, too. Fuck that guy. You remember what he said to MP? He's uh, like... You need to be in the gym, or he pointed at uh, Joe. He was like, you need to be in the gym. And they pointed at MP and said, you need to be in the gym more. I was like, yo, you don't need to talk to anyone like that, period. Yeah. Oh, so I name, that. So time out, uh, name dropping, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, we, we try like, not to lean towards that, but like. <laughs> you, you can say your, your lady's name. Yeah. Don't say anybody else's name. Yeah, because we don't want them to get mad at us for throwing oh, yeah. them out there. Just, I was trying to tell you that as soon as we started. Yeah, I'm Because in my head, as you were talking, <laughs> as, you're trying to, as you're talking in my head, I'm like, dude. Should I tell him now? I'm like, no, because if I cut him off, I gotta take a drink. No, I, I, I don't want to take a drink. And oh, there you go. <laughs> I don't want to take a drink for something that small. But no, man. Uh, like if you can't just be like, yo, this one guy that was so and so, and this other guy that was so and so, like. But no, dude, that's it's, I remember that. Yeah, I, I vividly remember that. That's what like honestly changed my like opinion on how I should conduct myself in the mm-hmm. world. Because I'm like, if this guy who was supposed to come here and like motivate us is in here putting us down, that doesn't that means that. Some people might mess up. 
You know, like not everyone's perfect, especially like adults. All right, Tom. So bring up the football talk real quick. When you got, I remember I was there when you signed your uh, thing for North Central. When you signed your, uh, what was that? That was like a uh, letter of intent. Letter, yeah. See, how what that feel like that North Central, their D D three D three a D three college came out and decided to pick you and be like, hey, out of all these kids around the world that are in the states and stuff, they decided to hey grab you, just pick you out of a, a whole bunch. Um. So. For me, it was more like where I was comfortable, where I knew I was going to be comfortable and like exceed at. Because mm-hmm. I was thinking, you know, I got um, a couple offers from some bigger schools. Yeah, I remember one from uh, Stanford, right? Yeah, I had a Stanford. couple offers from Stanford and then an offer from, well, not a full <laughs> offer, but like a walk on offer at NIU. And then Michigan State wanted me to go pretty bad too. And I was just, when I went to Michigan State and I went on the campus and I like walked around, I was like, Dude, if my if my any of my classes are too far away, there's no chance I'm gonna make it. And if I'm showing up late, I'll just not not go. So I was like, maybe I should just go to a smaller school, you know, get my degree, because that's the whole reason why I'm going. And I I thought the reason when I started off was to go and play football, but then once I quit, and I was like, well, why am I here? You know, so I had to figure out that real quick. Um, I have a um. So when you were at North Central, you guys won the uh. Was it like a championship or oh, yeah, a division? Won, well, they won the national championship my senior year, and then all the other years they lost in playoffs, but they always would win the conference. So when you won the conference, stuff, did you ever receive anything mm-hmm. before well, that, have, like a ring? or? Yeah, we could have got rings. JD got a ring, actually. Oh, he did. You're killing us. Dude, you are killing us right now. I know, I'm sorry. It's, it's, it's hard to get used to us. Yeah. yeah, it is, because it's hard not to, like, Throw people out there and be like, hey, this person, be like, be like, uh, it's it's hard, okay, but like we had to work on it. But since you're our guest, <laughs> I mean, yeah. we'd like to have you on for future episodes and stuff, and maybe even double episodes. But I still, have so many questions. Yeah, dude, go for it. I mean, I, say, I, I don't have to be the one asking questions here, these, but I'm willing to answer any questions you have. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. When you went to the north, where'd you go? To north Central. North Central. I'm saying yep. Northwestern. I was like, I don't know why, <laughs> but North Central. Was it a scholarship for football? Is that what you got? Oh no, there's no, there's no scholarships, but there was. Okay, okay, yeah. yeah. But um, I went for football, and then as it so happened, my friend who was at the college had me join the track team, and that turned out to be where. Oh. That turned out to be where I excelled the most at. Which I mean, who would guess? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, yeah, I, I think I know your friend. I think I know one of your friends that was on there. Yeah, I think I know. But um, yeah, uh, honestly, when I was in high school, I had a, I didn't, uh, I was supposed to have an interview with Buffalo University D three college, but I told my parents and everything. I was so excited, but like, not not that my parents out there, but I'm happy I did it because they said be more realistic and think about what you want to for the future because this will be just like a one time thing. Yeah. At the time, I didn't know what I wanted to do, so I didn't want to. You go out, like, put my neck out there and everything and, and try doing this if now I got my welding certification and I want to join a different workforce. So yeah. it's like you got to really think about the future and everything. But when you were going to North Central, you thought about your degree and everything, and you got it done. Like, did you – when you originally went there, what did you want to do? And, like, did you often switch your 
a major up or? I, I switched to a major one time. Okay. So I started as computer science. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, I started as a computer science major, and then one day I was sitting there doing the homework, and I was like, hey, "This is boring is fuck." <laughs> <laughs> like, do I really want to do this for the rest of my life? Uh, and you know, you ask yourself a question, you'll get an answer. You might not like it, but you're when you ask yourself something, you will receive an answer. I honestly feel like the degree in like philosophy and psycho so psychology, psychology yep. was the correct choice for you because you you just. You have the mindset already for it. Yeah. I had to learn a lot, though, I will say. That's why I was so glad. I felt very fortunate, though, like, because if I would have went to a larger school, I went to a liberal arts school, and what they do there is, like, they try to, like, put you in a lot of disciplines so you know, like, what you might like and might not like. And when I took my first philosophy class, it was honestly kind of boring. But my professor, uh, Greg Lynch, I'll name drop him. You can name drop him. Yeah, he, he honestly made it so, like, interesting to me, and his the way he taught the class was so easy to follow that, like, it just made me grow a love for philosophy that I didn't even really, like, it was something, we never had that in high school, you know what I mean? We never yeah. had anything like that. Yeah. It'd be awesome to have, honestly. Dude, I, yeah, I mean. Like, I mean, like, we had psych. But it psych, like, yeah, psych, I mean, you know, philosophical. I never took a psych class. You know, in high school, they said that you had to take a Spanish class in order to graduate. <laughs> Yeah. Dude, I never took one Spanish class, and I still graduated. That's because they knew you already knew it. Dude, I bet you they did. <laughs> Dude, how many times I'm going to the laundromat around town, and some like Hispanic guy comes up to me and starts speaking to me in Spanish. i like, dude, hey, English, dude. I, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> all I know is hola. That's about it. An essay. That's it. This one guy, I was all right, so I was cleaning this one guy's house, and, and he pulled me inside. He goes, he goes, uh, what's up, mijo? And started speaking to me in straight Spanish. I was like... Dude, I'm sorry. I, I speak English. I was born and raised. I mean, I was raised by Italians and Irish people. That's, that's all I know. A little bit of salt here, a little bit of salt there. That's it. <laughs> no hot sauce at all. I just recently started getting into hot sauces and stuff, which is wild. But uh, yeah. Um. So, what like what was it like though? Well, I, let's get off like topic for a second. The parties yes. at North Central. How were they? That's the real question. That is, because it's like a, it's a college. You think about it, it's a college, and you think college parties throw ragers and stuff. Like you see uh, uh, some TV shows where it's like, oh, this is what's it like? Have ever like have any parties really been like that, or have they just been like? I'll say they're few and far between, but when they're there, like it is so worth it. It is so <laughs> worth it to show up to those parties, no matter like even if you're just there to watch, because something's always going down. No matter, like, you look over there, it might be a fight, you look over there, someone's puking or something, and you just, it's just nice to be around that and just, like, observe, observe and, you know, be a part of it sometimes. I try not to puke, but I don't got the most, I don't have an iron stomach, you know? Yeah. Okay, dude, I still feel sorry about getting you kicked out. You want to talk about that? Yeah, no, yeah, I'll bring it up. Yeah, there's a from your perspective, and then I'll talk about So, we were at a house party. I mean, a college party, right? A dorm party. What was it? Like, a house party? It was a house party. It was a house party, okay. So I'm I'm fucked up. I remember it like clear as day. I don't care. I'll drink to that. Okay, we'll drink to that. Well, I'll drink to it. Um, I, I was wasted beyond belief. This was like when I was younger. Okay, and um, I'm up there and uh, <coughs> I'm talking to this girl and I was like, okay, I gotta go to the bathroom. So I go upstairs. <laughs> I go to the bathroom. I turn around. There's two doors. I forget which door 
I came into. So I'm like, oh, so there's a 50-50 shot. <laughs> I'm like, I'm too wasted to be thinking about chances and everything. So I went to the door on the left. As soon as I opened the door on the left, there's another door into that same room that opened up the same time. And I walk in, and I poke my head in, and this guy's like, are you stealing stuff? I was like, dude, no, I'm wasted. And then this guy had a pit bull. The pit bull came and sat by me. He's like, are you putting my pit bull? I was like, dude, he just sat by me. I don't know what's going on. I'm, I'm wasted. I'm like, I don't know what to do. He goes, oh, you're stealing, aren't you? I'm like, dude, no, 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 no. He goes, oh, get it. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. So I started running through. I had about four or five people chasing me through this house. I ran outside, and I hid under a car. And I see – it's crazy because I'm under that car, and I see their feet. Like, which way did he go? It's just like one of those movies. It really, yeah, it is. Just it. like one of those movies where they're looking for you, like, which way did he go? I think he went that way. He's like – and then all I hear is, yeah, you better, bro. Those will whoop your ass. I'm like – I'm sitting on there like, you know what? I kind of want to get out and see if I can take all five on But they were way bigger and way stronger than me. <laughs> I know what I would have been – yeah. So I was like – I ended up as like, whatever, I'll wait. So they went away, and then I call out. No, Kyle comes out. He's like, Rico, Rico, where are you? I call. I'm like, Yo, Kyle, what's up? She's <laughs> <laughs> popping. Yeah. <laughs> Ever since then, I was not allowed back at that house at all. But I've been going to other other places, and I just fucked up more there. So I, I learned my I'll lesson. I'll drink to that. I will drink to that. <laughs> I'll drink to that. Oh. So let me tell you how this came to me. <laughs> so I'm sitting at this party. I'm having a good time, you know. And when you're having a good time at a party, you know, there's always people around you and, and stuff. So I was sitting there, and then all of a sudden, like, uh, Kevin the football team comes to me. Hey, hey, LeBlanc, get your boy. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, we just kicked him out. I was like, ah, oh, no, he's good. So I went back in the party. <laughs> I was like, oh, I was like, oh no, I'm not letting this off my night. Then they called me again, like, yeah, bro, you got to go get your boy. And I was like, oh. I was like, oh, come on. So I walk outside. I'm like, oh, I don't even know where he's at. I take like 30 steps down the street. All of a sudden, Rico slides from underneath his car. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then Rico's just blasted. Like, there's no, he's not even really coherent at this point. <laughs> so I had to get him back into my dorm. I didn't have my ID at the time, so I had to like throw rocks at my window to get my roommate to give me his ID. Lost his ID. So, <laughs> so I had to go look around for that thing. I mean, I had Rico hide in the football stadium. Dude, I passed out by the trash cans. I, I was asleep by the trash cans. I was like, well, he's too messed up to bring into a dorm, and, like, I can't just take him to my room right now because I don't have my ID, so... And then I lost my my friend's ID, so I was like, ah, dude, just hide over here. I'll come back and get you. Don't move. <laughs> so I got my friend's ID. My ID was in my room, and then we got him in the room, and everything was cool, but they kicked me. They, like, banned me from parties. At that house, at that house. Nah, at every, like, anything that was football affiliated. Uh, so, like, instead of Greek life at North Central, it's, like, pretty much the sports. Yeah. So, like, the football team would have a couple houses, soccer team, like, boys and girls, too. So, it was, like, it wasn't too bad, but I wish we had Greek life would have been a lot better. Dude, I, 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 feel bad, I feel bad, though, for doing that to you. Because yeah. I feel like I, I remember part of your college experience, but. Nah, it's cool. It just, like, helped <laughs> me realize the truth, bro. Like, yeah, people dude. were like that. Yeah, but uh, I'll never forget the time you left me out of college. <laughs> okay, but I just want to say, that is the greatest story I've ever heard. Because oh. two perspectives. And it's just, <laughs> I, I can see it in my head. <laughs> oh, listen to this story. This gets better. <laughs> so we end up going to a college next door to his college. We oh, go to that part. Uh, what was it? Uh, Benedictine. Benedictine. We went to Benedictine next to North Central. Isn't it Benedict? 
Benedictine. No, it's Benedictine. So Benedictine. No, 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 it's Benedictine. It's a college, right? It's okay, just a college yeah. party. So they throw parties like every other Saturday, is it right? Yeah, they have, was? Um, like, they have a building like dedicated. Yeah. Well, it's not dedicated. But it's like a little mini bar on campus. And then it has like a dance floor on the other side of the yeah. building. That's sweet. It's honestly lit as, lit as hell. It is super lit, dude. So I can drink to that. Anyways, when we first get there, we have our little group and stuff. And there is a, a party going on in this dorm room. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to go in. One of our buddies there, one of our friends that was there, he goes, Rico, don't do it. I'm like, dude, I got this. I go in there. As soon as I go in there, I guess cop showed up to the, to the door <laughs> I walked into. And then they show up there, and then they turn around, like they talk and knock on the door, and they turn around and walk away. And then I was in there for like 10 or 15 minutes, and I ran into them. I lost these guys for like 30 minutes. I went to different dorms and stuff, knocking on doors and stuff, and going in, drinking with people, walking out. I met some people that were, like, I met some girls on there that were, like, making eggs at the time. I walked in, I was, like, knocked on the door. I was, like, hey, is this is door They're like, no, we're making eggs. So I had some eggs with them, and they, they fed me and stuff, which is super cool. I was, like, holy shit, this is so awesome. Cool. Yeah. And then we, make, like, made some, like, drinks or something, walked down and went to this big building that was having a party and stuff. And then I ran into them. And then um, we stayed out till about, I think, like, 1 or 2 in the morning, and then we tried leaving. Yeah, I said, oh, okay. Kyle and... And our group that was there was like yeah, one or two in the years. morning, and then they wanted to leave, but I was messed up. So they pulled me outside. I was like, "Oh, they're like, hey, we're gonna go, we're gonna go, we're gonna get in this Uber, and we're gonna leave." I'm like, "All right, all right." So I was like, "Wait, I left something inside." I went inside. I was I I ran to a different party. <laughs> I ran to a different dorm party, and so <clears throat> I wake up about four o'clock in the morning. I, I that's when I become coherent. I'm like, "Oh man, how am I gonna get back?" And then um, I ended up getting a ride back from an Uber driver back to Kyle's dorm. And I call him. I'm like, Kyle, hey, can you let me in? He goes, he's like, he's like, yeah, I'm going to lock my door. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm waiting at it. Let me in. And I wait, and I wait, and I wait. And I call him again. I'm like, Kyle, where you at? He goes, dude, I'm locked. I'm like, no, you didn't. He goes, all right, I'll lock it again. I'm like, okay. Call. End up hanging up, and I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, dude, what the hell? And so I start calling him. He doesn't answer like after like 15 phone calls. I'm like, whatever. So I sat down at a park bench. This, mind you, this is four in the morning. I sat, and it's cold. It's fall. I'm freezing. All I have is like a, I have like a short sleeve shirt and like some jeans on, and that's about it. I'm freezing, all right? It's cold weather. So I sit down. Dude, it's the Midwest, okay? So I sit down at this bench literally outside the dorm. I sit down, I pull my phone out, that's when Pokemon Go is hot or whatever. So I've pulled it up, as soon as I pulled it up, I passed out. I woke up an hour later to North Central Police and the dorm uh the dorm uh, RN saying, Hey dude, are you okay? I'm like, Yeah, what's going on? They're like, You're sleeping on the bench. They're like, it's cold out here. I'm like, Oh yeah, I know. And they're like, Where's your room? I'm like, dude, my room's up there. I just lost my room key. He goes, well, do you have any ID? I'm like, no, dude, my room key's in my room. He goes, well, I can't let you into the room because you don't have any, any ID showing that you're a North Central student. So I'm like, oh, shit. So the officer, she looks at me. She goes, well, if you want, I can take you to the uh, downtown to the station and you can sleep it off. I'm like, no, no, I'm good. I'm good. They're like, well, what are you doing out here? Like, have you been drinking? I'm like, no, see? And my phone was, I lost my phone. Pokemon Go was up. Thank God. And I was like, look, see? Right here, I was out here Pokemon hunting. And I ended up sat down. I was super tired. And I passed out. They're like, oh, okay. They're like, well, is there any other place you can stay? I'm like, yeah. And one of my friends is staying, like, up the road. 
She's like, oh, you want me to drop you off? I'm like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I'll walk. Because in my head, if I get in that cop car, I'm going to the station. <laughs> you were going I'm to the station. So she's like, can you walk? I'm like, yeah, I can walk. I got up. I look like five steps. I turn around. I was like, I can walk. They're like, okay. So I ended up going to their house. I go to the guy's house that I was going to stay at. Knock on the door. All of a sudden, someone comes with me in. I go in. I sleep for like 30 minutes. I get there like 6 o'clock. I sleep for like 30 minutes. They wake me up because we had to go back to town. We had to go back to Dixon. Dude, I was... I was wild. Okay, okay. Let me tell you. Before. Oh, my bad. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It was before you say anything else. Let's hear Kyle's side. <laughs> yeah. All right, so here's what really happened. That- <laughs> oh, yeah, so let me preface this by saying. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, watch uh, the The, like, three days before that, we just had scrimmage, Benedictine University, for, like, football. So, like, there was already beef between us. And we were about to, like, while we were at this party, or at Benedictine, like, we came with a bunch of football players because, like, at that time, that's who I was hanging out with. And, like, we got into a fight with other Benedictine football players, and that's why we had to bounce so fast. And we were like, Rico, we got to go because they were trying to fight us in the car. We're like, Rico, we got to go. Rico's like, no, I'm going to stay. I'm like, Rico, no, get in the car. I'm like, no, I'm staying, bro, I'm staying. I'm like, all right, man. <laughs> I guess you're staying. <laughs> so we got, we got back to the dorm, and I was, like, passed out. And Rico calls, and he's like, hey, uh, can you unlock the door? So I unlock my dorm room instead of, like, the door he needs to get into the door. <laughs> so he's like, Kyle, can you unlock the door? I was like, dude, I just unlocked the fucking door. <laughs> so I was like, bro, you need to get in here. And he's like, yeah, bro, I, I'm outside of your door. Just unlock it. So I unlocked it, went back to my bed, and went to sleep. Woke up to, like, 18 minutes goes to Rico. <laughs> I guess he needed a key into the dorm. I thought he had the key into the dorm to get into my room. So that's how it ended up for Rico. I slept good that night. Oh <laughs> <laughs> um, But uh, all right, I got one more story. I got one more story. I got one more story. Do it. One more, and I'll let you take over. Do you remember the time when we went to that small house party? It was hot as shit in that house. Very and you, ha- I will drink to that. But you had that big ass black jacket that was a heavy winter coat inside of there. I took my coat off because I was sweating. You're like, no man, I'm good. I look cool. I'm like, okay. So I start talking to this girl. All of a sudden, I'm like, all of a sudden I hear thud. I was like, what was that? I turn over. He's on the gr- Kyle's on the ground. Like, oh, what's going on? What's going on? I had to take video of that, so I have the video saved from that. Are you serious? Yeah, I do have the video saved from that. Still? Yeah. From when I'm walking him out, like when I'm walking him to the car, he's like, he's like, nah, man, I'm good. I'm good. I'm like, dude, he's like, I look good. I look good. I'm like, dude, you fell. I'm like, dude, you fell in front of everybody. <laughs> I completely don't remember, like, falling out, but here's what happened from my perspective. Like, <laughs> okay, let's see. I was outside, so I was like, oh, I'm going to wear this heavy-ass jacket. I was warm. I was good outside. We went to the party, and I was like, oh, where am I going to put my jacket at? I was like, shit, I better just keep it on so I don't lose it. <laughs> Bro, I went to dab someone up. Last thing I remember before I was on the ground, like... <laughs> I need to see this jacket so I can know how cool it is. Honestly, like, I look good as fucking the jacket. Anyone will look good as this jacket. You still have it? Uh, I That's a really it's good a, like a it's just like a black kind of 
like winter jacket. It doesn't really spur hoods on it. I just imagine it's a leather jacket for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, dude. It yeah. might as well as <laughs> <laughs> Like everybody hates Chris. <laughs> Bro, I was like chilling. I was having a good time. And then Rico was like, hey, we got we got to go. And we were with uh, uh, no Josh nice. at that time. I mean, just regular name. Yeah. We were with... Uh, <laughs> Jay at that time, and he was like, hey, bro, we should go. I was like, all right, let's go. So I'm like, you know, when you leave a party, you're like, dead up everyone you know. You're like, hey, all right, I'm out, I'm out. The last person in the world to leave. I literally went to dab him off, and then just... <laughs> I was just doing it. Oh, man. So Are you sweating that much? Yes. Dude, he was. It was terrible. <laughs> you look at him, you just see it coming down. <laughs> I was surprised no one said anything. You know, I looked at I went up to no, him one more time. I went up to him one more time. I was like, dude, 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 take that off. He's like, no, nah, man, I look good. I was like, where am I going to put this jacket? And it's already full of people and still find that the way when I went Nah, no, nah, dude, you're like, nah, man, I look good. I'm like, I look I good. Like some clothes underneath. Yeah, he so was. was. Like, we got to make some decisions here. <laughs> I got, I could sweat it out. <laughs> I drove home that night, didn't I? I think I did. I don't know. Yeah, I think driving I, home? I think I drove, yeah, yeah, yeah. I drove home that night, and I was like, oh, fuck, I should not be driving. <laughs> so I ended up driving us home, and yeah, we made, we made it, we made it. <laughs> but yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. All right, so we want to get back to psych? Psych? Yeah. All right, let's get back to psych for a second. Let's get back to psych for a second. Do you guys ever talk about, like, depression and alcoholism? Oh, yeah. Alcoholism? Honestly, dude, I don't know if I suffer from that, but I, I know I don't. But Which one? Uh, alcoholism. Fuck <laughs> 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 it, both. Because <laughs> I remember, like, when I first turned 21, my parents would be like, dude, you're drinking a lot. You're going out every weekend. I think... You're an alcoholic and you just slow down. But I'm like, I'm working out at the same time. I <laughs> like, I'm working out. I drink a lot. I drink a lot of water. I work out. I portion control and everything. Yeah, I like to go out and, and have a good time, but I don't think it's alcoholism. They're like, well, you better just keep an eye on it. I'm like, all right, all right, all right. That's nice of them, though, to be concerned. Yeah, I know. I, I give them credit for that. I give them a lot of credit for that. But, like, I'm not killing anybody. <laughs> so far. Wow, okay, you know what? Never mind. I think I'm going to put this away. <laughs> I don't think I need any more. <laughs> oh, you do. Yeah, no, no, no. Please not kill people. Kyle. Please drink responsibly. We forgot to say that at the beginning. Oh, yeah, drink If you do drink, please drink responsibly. If you're out, make sure you have a DD. Um, so, Kyle, take it away. <laughs> All right, so, you guys just want me to jump right into this stuff? Go for it. Um, what are you talking about Wait, first? Like, can we talk about, like, depression to be woke? Depression to be woke. Yeah. All right, so... Um, I wish I would have brought my notes. I have an abnormal psychology book, and when I had to take that class for my psychology major, I don't think this is right. I feel like that'd be such a good class. If we come back, I mean, if you guys let me back on the show, yeah, I'll be definitely, you're definitely be on. You're I good. can definitely show you guys my notes and everything I have, and I'll probably take better notes this time because I still have the book. But I'm gonna some um, food. I'll be back. You you will do that. On depression. Which one's mine? This one's I'd say it's like it's a. Oh, I'm sorry. It's a very vicious cycle. Because when, when you're depressed, you're like, pretty much, you just feel sad. And then when people ask you why you feel sad, you know, there's no reason, so you just feel sadder. And then it's, it's literally circular. Are you seeing this? You just you missed the whole thing. You was, you was doing, like, crack man walk. Yeah, I guess it worked. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, and then a lot of the therapy for, or treatments for depression are taking certain cocktails of drugs. And while I don't believe in it, I know it, hurt, it like helps a lot of people, but like it's not for everyone, you know. There's an approach like that's holistic, where like they teach you like you take these meds and then you go through like CBT, which is cognitive behavioral therapy, 
which is pretty much just like a way to like experience the world differently than what you normally would, I, at least the way I see it. And I think CBT is the best way to really go about like depre- depression therapy because at the end of it, like, you know, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with being on medication or anything, but not at all. Like, you just want to. Just the side effects, because if a drug has no side effects, then it doesn't do anything. No. That's what I learned in my uh, psychopharmacology class. So, like, any drug you take, if it has no side effects, then it's pretty much you're taking a sugar pill. Yeah. But some of the side effects are super bad. Like, you can get tardive dyskinesia, where it's like, I might have to look that up. But there's this thing where, like, you, you're not in control of, like, your facial muscles. And do you want your phone for a second? I mean, I can grab it for you. It's right behind me. No, but it's okay. Okay. Isn't there, like, some medication that can make you, that you take for depression that makes you want to, like, commit suicide at the same time? Because oh. I've seen that on some, like, some people have said it where they become more... <laughs> I don't want to name drop, but I know what you're talking about. It starts, it starts with an S. Uh, I'm not sure who you're talking about. <laughs> oh, yeah. The stuff they try to sell. Mm-hmm. Like, my, um, my professor for... Uh, what was it? It was psychopharmacology, so I don't even remember what the class name was. I'm pretty but right. they were saying <laughs> that like these people who sell these drugs, they get these representatives to go and they take you on these lavish like experiences where like if you're a doctor, you'll go to this like island and they'll like have it all paid for by this drug company and then like they pay you to like prescribe their drug pretty much. And he was showing us all the stuff he got from these uh, companies where he got, he got like a literal human skull that like was labeled perfectly. I was like, man, that's the coolest thing ever. And he, he got it just because, well, he didn't, he got it for free. But if he would have decided to uh, sign the contract to like prescribe the drugs, then he would have got more. You know what I mean? So what you just said is that doctors are they can sign contracts to prescribe a certain type of drug. Well, it might not be a contract, but it might be like they'd be more inclined to prescribe this over something that would have the same effects, but would not be the drug that you know the company that paid them to use. That's insane. It is. Like you, you don't understand how much people really like line people's pockets just to like do like something you wouldn't even think like oh it's this drug that's really all this money's around, but. It's literally like people will pay millions to billions of dollars to have you prescribe a drug because they make it for probably dirt cheap and then sell it for 30 bucks. Yeah. So like you said earlier, like this is like for someone else's best interest. They're doing it because it benefits them, not the other person. Yeah. There's this thing in, um, I, I wish I would have brought that notebook. I might have. You're good. You yeah, you're fine. You're coming back on again. <clears throat> you're definitely coming back on I, 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 just, I, just, I know some listeners are going to be like, no. I wish she was talking longer. Right. <laughs> Everyone else would shut the fuck up. But hey. right. Especially us, dude. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll drink to that, too. <laughs> I didn't bring the right notebook. Well, I didn't think I would have to use it. But there's pretty much like... <clears throat> oh, actually, I think I did bring it. Because really? it was in my thesis for why we should have a free market on weed and heroin. So Are you serious? Well, I can just... I can read this whole paper. Yeah. Well, you said heroin. Whoa. Well, I just think if we're going to legalize any drug, we should legalize all of them. But I like this thesis. So my thesis is a free market in weed and heroin and cocaine will enhance economic welfare only in the ex-aunt sense. So for the for an ex-aunt gain, uh, the presumption is that neither party would agree to trade if they didn't think they would benefit from it. So like the ex-aunt anticipates benefit. 
Well, an ex-post game, which is like the contrast on next time, is the subject has to continue to think that they benefited. So, like an Exxon game, if I trade my fucking my car for <laughs> like a pint of heroin, if I think that I benefit from that, then ex-ontally, like that's a good trade for me because I benefit from it. But ex-postally, my car is way more beneficial to me than any amount of heroin could be. That's very true. So that's why I put in my thesis only in the ex aunt because ex postally, like if you're on heroin and cocaine and it's available from the government, like you're not really going to benefit too much in the long term from that. But I think that the ability to have that option, I don't think we should be, I don't think we should have our options restricted to us by the government. But I say that and then there's this coronavirus, maybe vaccine coming up and it's like, I know some people aren't for that. You know what I mean? And I don't think we should be forcing them to take the vi- like the vaccine. No. People but should have a choice. That's what I'm saying. Like, I just think whatever gives people the most choice is probably the best option. Uh, before we get any further, <clears throat> I just want to say, please don't try heroin. <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah, no, please do not try heroin. <laughs> <laughs> you try that black talk. <laughs> don't try that. <laughs> yeah, literally. Don't do drugs. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. You know, weed and stuff like yeah, oh, yeah it's 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 cool. just natural, but don't try heroin. <laughs> you don't know what's in that. But I totally see. I see where this is coming from because it's like the way we treat it now is it's a crime instead of it's a problem. We treat it with punishment instead of treatment. No, yeah, okay, I get it. I get it. Yeah, yeah. Like if it's available to you, I feel like it might be better than oh, I'm getting it from the corner and it's cut with fentanyl. Right. Which is probably is what kills you, not the opioid. It's the fentanyl. I mean, I mean uh, opioid addiction is a very serious problem, especially in America. From how much like we prescribe drugs, like in other countries, <clears throat> they do not prescribe drugs half as much as ours. Like for example, I had to do this cultural psychology class, and what I learned from like my research project for that was, in certain countries in Asia, they don't like acknowledge certain forms of autism that we acknowledge in the U.S. So that either means we're overdiagnosing here or they're completely underdiagnosing over there. So if we're overdiagnosing, that means we're overprescribing. But if they're underdiagnosing, that means they're underprescribing. What are they prescribing to autism, though? That I didn't know. I just know that they don't recognize certain forms of it. You know, autism is honestly really interesting because I was watching, uh, <coughs> it's on Netflix. It's something love about people with autism. And I was watching, I'm like, some of these people seem really normal to me, actually. It's a spectrum, that's the thing. Yeah. So, like, if, like, if it's on a spectrum, all of us are on it. Exactly. Just because it's, a, like, you can be as far right as you want to be, but, like, you're still on the spectrum. So that would mean, I would say we all have autism. If, if, if it's on a spectrum, we all have some form. I'm not going to lie, I don't even know what autism is. Like, for the longest time, I hear people talking about it, I'm like, I don't know if I'm autistic or, or who's right, autistic. I, I, so I, it's like, it's like, look it up. I think yeah, you don't know what it, it is. I, mean, I don't want to be on this podcast <clears throat> and give some false information. I just remember that from my uh, class. Yeah, but like for me, it's like holy. I, I had to do some really like research, and I don't know if I'm or not. Like, I don't know the symptoms or or anything about it. So it's like, yeah, it just really opened my eyes to be like, hey, I should really start considering this and look deeper into it and figure out what I can see from it and, and not start not like not start judging people on if they do have it or not but like really be out there like 
feel like who has it and just be cautious on what I say or what I do around them. Kyle's talking. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You take like two drinks, but I think, especially in the U.S., we definitely overdiagnose things like that just because we want people to be like able to sit in a room for a certain amount of time, you know? Like if some, like we will say if someone has autism that they can't like control sitting in a room for like 60 minutes and they can't just sit still for 60 minutes, but it's like as a kid, like you have so much energy, you know what I mean? So to the point where it's like, you know, we know when kids go out to the park, they just start doing just ridiculous stuff. And it's like, we put them in these rooms and we expect them to sit there and focus and do whatever specific task we ask them. And that's really good for socializing them for how it's supposed to be in the real world. But as a child, you know what I mean? You don't understand that at all. You don't understand the implications of what it is. And like some kids can be like just hyperactive and then they get prescribed lithium or something to like calm their mood and then never recover. Or not not so much never recover, but like they're not the same, you know? Yeah, because they've been prescribed medication to solve something that is natural to them, is energy. Yeah, and that kind of goes back to the stuff I was talking about here where you perceive an external event where it'll affect the way you feel and then that, that feeling affects your physiology and then that just that just uh, creates the behavior that you do. Honestly, I, I, never, I never understood ADHD. I'm pretty sure that's attention deficit disorder. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not... My uh, abnormal psych class, I didn't... I wasn't exactly the best student, but... Um, there's definitely a lot more there I could say if I could get to my book, but I don't have it with me right now. Yeah, you definitely have to come back on. <laughs> I like, I have I have so many things I want to know and need to know, and yeah, I can so definitely help you guys out. But um, I go back to this uh, thesis paper I was writing. Please do. All right, so we're talking about X on and X post. So, uh. We were talking, well, I decided to expand on third parties because if there's a trade going on, it's between two parties. But a third party could come in and say that, hey, this is the wrong kind of trade to be having on. So, like, imagine the police coming onto, like, a drug bust. Like, if they say that that drug bust is, like, wrong, then that's gonna that's just what it's going to be. But if it's an ex-aunt gain for both parties, then it technically shouldn't be wrong. If you ask me, if both parties feel like they gain from it, like that's like saying if I give you a hundred thousand dollars for your car, no matter what it is, like then I shouldn't be able to give you that money because I won't ex postally gain. Even if your car is worth like if your car is worth twenty k and I give you a hundred k for it, I won't ex postally gain from that. But ex honestly, if I think that's what I, what I think I want, then that should be allowed. You know what I mean? It's all like auctioning stuff off. It's like. You know, people auction stuff off. It's this price they want it at. This is, like, the person that's selling it won at this price, and that's where they started off at. Then they start auctioning and bidding it more. Then they start getting more. <laughs> so, okay, okay. I, I'm starting to understand that. So it's, like like I said, like the auction. Like they want this much for it, and they're also like, hey, bid, 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 bid. So, mm-hmm. okay. <clears throat> but at the same time, it's, like, the government's protecting you from yourself yeah. in these situations. Like, uh, me and Shane, when I look for houses, and usually... Thank you. you get uh, you get uh, appraisers mm-hmm. that tell you, I think the house is valued at this much, and if they value it less than your offer, then the homeowners have to decide whether they want to take that offer or not. 
Oh, so just like um, I've seen that you guys all seen that TV show, you know, uh, Stars on the History Channel, Pawn Stars on History Channel. Oh, I, oh I, yeah, I've yeah, heard, yeah. I've heard where they have those appraisal people come in and say, "Hey, this is how much it's actually worth. It's a lot less than what the person's trying to sell it for." Okay, so now I, yeah, I, I, get, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. That's an excellent <laughs> example, Rico. Right, I get that. I get that. The business will always be I looking for ex post games, <laughs> but anyone who's trying to sell some stuff is looking for an ex art game. Uh, but we're talking about third parties. So, third parties are not calculated into welfare calculations just because, like, that doesn't really seem fair. Because me and you do a trade for your car is worth 20k, I give you 100k, and I think that's right. If somebody over here says, no, that's wrong, because I just paid whatever for it, that's not between us. That's between them and, like, whatever they think that they should have done. That's not, like, that's why I decided that they should not be considered for welfare calculations. Uh, actually, what I ended up saying was talk is cheap and talkers can't demonstrate their preference uh, in the way that the participants do. <laughs> and then uh, all trades have the ability to be criticized, and the market only enriches the people who participate. So you can't count third parties since their welfare shouldn't be improved. We got to finish that. All right, did you guys get that? Yeah. Do you need a little more I explanation? <coughs> I, I understand. Dude, I understand. I just want to make sure because this is like no, no, the I building points of like all my other points. Honestly, not gonna lie, this is the first time ever I've actually listened <laughs> out of I, all the times that, that you have explained to me. Whenever I went through my class, I would tell you. But yeah, I would sit there and be like, wow. <laughs> you would have some YouTube video playing, I'm like watching that more than listening to you. And I was thinking, like, you understand that? I look at you like, yeah. <laughs> like, I did. Alright, so you, but you guys get that, like, third parties shouldn't be calculated because. The market only enriches people who participate, and to be a third party, you can't be participating in the game. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, I guess I made a star here, so this is probably important. You can only disregard the effects on third parties when they occur by libertarian standards. Right, right violations such as murder versus conceivable... I don't even know what that means. <laughs> but, you, <laughs> but you wrote it wrote down. It down. Yeah, hold on. I don't know what it means, but I wrote it. My handwriting is the best. Dude, my handwriting sucks. I'm not going to lie, so I don't blame you. Dude. I feel that. Um, I'm like, what was the talk okay, about? Okay, so hold on. I'm not, I'm, I'll, talk, uh, I'll top it for a second. I feel like men's handwriting sucks, but women's handwriting is like top notch. Like, I would do their handwriting. I wish... <laughs> I would do their handwriting, you son of a bitch. Oh, I'll drink to that. I don't I care. Do do oh, I get it. I, <laughs> sorry. I thought that was a C. It was a parenthesis. <laughs> you so, thought a parenthesis was a C? It's because my writing. So, uh, you can only disregard the effects of third parties when they occur by libertarian standards. Right violations such as murder versus conceivable out by unprovable violations such as not liking people selling drugs, um, is like, you can't count the ones that were second. Because there's no, like, it's not proven that it's going to hurt someone else. Like, if you give... What would be a good example? 
if you give a pound of heroin to someone who just started versus someone who's been using it for ten years, why do we keep coming? Why can't we keep bringing up heroin? I'll drink to that volley. Damn, the like one of the worst drugs out there. If you give a pound of heroin, but it's, at the same time, it's natural. Yeah, it's just opium. Why? Why are you drinking to that? I cut him off. I cut him off. No, I cut him off because I had I had I throw my no. See, there we go. Conflict of uh, conflict of interest. Well, uh, what did you learn about that too? Like one person's views we, and this other person's views. We need views. to finish this thesis. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll try to speak to it. <clears throat> no, 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 dude. You're good. You take your time. It's okay. Dude, it just keeps interrupting. I know. It's <laughs> my fault. It's my fault. You're good. It's no problem, bro. <laughs> right, so, for the laws, there's two types of laws in this context. There's normative and positive, and we want to focus on the normative. Because positive laws are all about interpretation and enactment of laws. And since the bottom line is that certain drugs are currently illegal, it makes no point to, like, discuss the legality of it. Because, obviously, that's the law, you know? We can't change... Like, we can change the law, but right now, the law is what it is. If that makes... Does that make sense to you guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, And we want to focus on libertarianism because it... Is the most consistent with most consistent with full legalization. For Locke, a man is the owner of his own body and do with it whatever he wants, as long as he respects the equal and human property of other people. So, like for John Locke, if I'm over here suddenly like cutting myself and doing all this stuff, it's okay because that's me doing it to myself. Now, if I were to go over there and start cutting you, that's a violation of your rights because your rights are. For John Locke, my responsibility. Just let me know. He's looking at me saying he's going to cut me. <laughs> Just no, you interrupt me one more time. <laughs> <laughs> I, gotta drink, I gotta drink that because he looked at me the whole time he was saying cut people. <laughs> but that is such a good point, though. Like, I feel like anything you do to yourself is perfectly okay, but once you start affecting other people, it's not okay. The thing is, for that, a lot of people can say like emotional abuse. Which is very real. I won't say I won't like diss on emotional abuse because that shit's real as hell. No, 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 <sighs> Dude, no, no, that's fine. no, no, no. That was you just expressing. Yeah, yeah. Hell is a place. He was right. He was right. But as soon as like, I think John Locke had a lot of things right, but he also had a couple things wrong. And I think it's up to people, especially now that we have a lot more ability to like collect different pieces of literature. Like, imagine. 50 years ago where the internet wasn't around or and the, it was so much harder to get like certain readings from certain people you know what I mean so you'd only get a reading from let's say you're a Republican versus Democrat so let's say you only get Republican readings and that's all you ever have because that's all that your library has instead of like now with the internet where you can get Republican Democrat libertarian all these other forms of like information coming in I think that's what changes a lot of people's minds, and that's why places like China are so bad, because they'll censor their internet. And, you know, that's coming for us, too, eventually. But at the same time, we never know if we are censored. Yeah, like, and that's the thing, you'll never know, because you won't have, like, you never, you don't know what you don't know. Exactly. That's why I felt so lucky to be introduced to uh, philosophy, because I had no idea that even existed until I got to college. That what existed? Philosophy. Really? I had no idea. I thought that was just like, oh, well, my philosophy is I do this instead of it being an actual branch of, like, education. You know what I mean? Like, you just don't know unless you – you don't know, you know unless someone tells you. 
So it's like you were, so you were saying that you're sheltered to what you knew before you went to college and before you did all this, but then all of a sudden you leave. So you only know what people have given you. Yeah. Until someone else comes and says, "Hey, this it is something that I've learned." And all of a sudden, boom, your whole mind and stuff opens up to everything possible in the world and in the that's, universe. That's honestly why I was trying so hard to tell you all this stuff that I was learning in class because, like, it was the first time I ever heard it. So I was like, it has to be the first time for you. Or at least, like, the second time, because if, if it was that, like, widespread known where we were at, it wouldn't have been the first time that I heard it. Well, remember when we were younger, we used to watch that YouTube uh, series called The More You Know. Or, no, no, The Truth May Scare You. That shit, that that really, like, opened up your eyes and everything, watching and listening to it and, and understanding what happened in it. It's pretty awesome. But at the same time, it's still only stuff that people tell you. Yeah, it's yeah like, they can be yeah. like leaving stuff out that we wouldn't like. We wouldn't know because we have no idea. We don't know what he left out. Like yeah. for example, there was a a Facebook post of this little this little kid. Like it just makes me sad every time I think about some shit like this. So some kid got shot by some black dude. I don't know if you saw it. Some oh, black dude. I've seen it. I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, and. Yeah. It was like, they said that he just shot him for no reason, but then I saw something in their group chat literally today where it was like, him and his dad were, like, the kid's dad and then the guy who shot him were having an altercation at the time, and he aimed for the dad, but he kicked the kid. I'm like, man, ain't that some shit, man? I just hope nothing like that ever happens to me or my kid. Like, that would just fucking suck. Like, just because I want to have a fight, my kid's going to be fucked up. Yeah, see, that's why I try to be nice to everybody. Right? Yeah, I mean, because, like... Yeah, because, yeah, like, it doesn't – it sucks because if so you have beef with someone and then someone actually gets – like, some innocent person gets into their crosshair and the person ends up having, like, bad aim or whatever, it's like you don't mean for that to happen. So now you have to live with that for the rest of your life, which – Like, your fault. Yeah, it's, it's – it's it is. It's all, yeah, fault. your yeah, fault. You then you got to think else. about, like, what you were arguing with that person beforehand – and then what happened, that eats you up. Like, it could have been something, like, for something stupid. It's a whole new perspective. Yeah, but this is the world we live in, and it's a whole new society and everything that's going on that we have to be careful what we say, what we do, because no matter what you say or what you do, you're going to end up pissing off or making someone else mad. No matter what. No matter, yeah, no matter what you do. Like, that's that. I, I can guarantee right now, regardless of what we say, no matter what political stance we take, there will be someone who hates this podcast just because of what we say. Just yeah. because that's how it is. At the beginning of the podcast, someone can hate people that drink on their podcast. When we said that, they could be like, hey, I don't like this because they drink during it. Well, dude. That's how some <laughs> people you, live their life. Like, dude, you, you, you click us. You listen to us for a couple minutes. You know what? Whatever. You're still making us whatever famous because you you clicked on us, and that's one extra view. That's right. <clears throat> Number one. Yeah, just like music people, too. Music people, like, everyone cuts music people down saying, your song sucks. Well, if you think about it, you listen to their whole song. You just made them more money because you just listened to their whole song. What what do you guys think of this? I'm sorry, I have to. No, dude, you're fine. Go for it. I was done. I was done. I, I, I was Kyle, done. Kyle, you're the one that's talking. Yeah, you're good. So, I, I just want to make sure right. I'm not, not you're stepping over anybody. No, no. I got a lot to say, but I want to make sure you guys say what you have to say. Go for you're, it, dude. No, no. Talk. I was done talking. Go Ooh, for it. I hear you talk. All right, well, I was going to say, what do you guys think of the stance of uh, all publicity is good publicity? I feel like that's true. Like, I, I, when I think of that, it just makes you think of President Trump. Because he has so much negative publicity, but I'll tell you what. He's still our president, 
<laughs> like, he's still there. You can say all you want about him, but, like, at the end of the day, I'll fight for him. He's the president of the United States. Even, again, if you're against him, I know some of you people mad. If you're against him, he's still the president. Like, I, yeah. I will still until, until we lay vote. my life down to make sure that the United States stands. If, yeah. Even if, he, if he's president, if, oh, I want to say if Adolf Hitler was president, but I feel like that might be taken. <laughs> yo, yo, that's <laughs> a little, a little too far. <laughs> there's a big difference between. <laughs> there's, a, yeah, there's a huge difference between <laughs> Trump and Hitler. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, like I just feel that like that way about like the U.S. to where like I'd be willing to like do whatever it takes to make sure that the U.S. stays. Of course, for your family, your yeah. your friends, and your anyone, anything. anyone who doesn't like the U.S.A. can eat my. Dick. <laughs> but listen, listen. Oh, you have to, I'll drink to that. I'll drink to that. I'm here for the U.S. I'll, I'll, go, I'll cheers to that. Let's cheers to that. I'll cheers to that. All right, but no matter who gets elected this upcoming election or who was elected in the past, there's always going to be that other side that says they hate them. There's this and that, and all this other stuff that's going to go on. No matter. Because, like I said, you cannot please everybody. You're going to piss somebody off. You're going to piss a, a party off, a friend off, on someone that's not even in your life off. That's what sucks. But, hey, that's that's what it's like to be human, and that's what it's like to live. You have to live with that. I think there's a definite duality of our experience. Where yeah. We're experiencing this right now, but mm-hmm. if you think mm-hmm. about on the other side of the world, like India or something, some kid's starving to death right now. Yeah, we have first, a lot. First world problems. Yeah, <laughs> wow. like we're like as much as I want to say like, oh man, like I'm broke or whatever. I'm still a hundred times more rich than like probably half the population of India right now. Right. You got a car or Africa, you know. You can yeah. eat if you want it. You really want right? to. You can. Oh, think about this, like in North Korea, like if you have your own different view, you're done. Exactly. Like they say that any threat, like. Tyranny over here is a threat to democracy over here. I don't. I want to say that's true, but like, how how who am I to go over there and say you're doing it wrong? You know what I mean? How am I going to yeah. say that the way they do live is wrong compared to the way that I live? You think about this too. All these wars and stuff. Like the way we see it, we're the good guys. In their eyes, we're the uh, we're the bad guys. Yeah, we're the terrorists. Yeah, that's what sucks. Like, no matter what. It's, that's what I, I had to write some paper in eighth grade. It honestly kind of changed my life a little bit. Because, to be honest, I actually read this paper. <laughs> I went to Reddit and I was like, man, I got to write this paper in like 30 minutes. I need to get this shit done. And I was like, what's your ideas? Well, Enter. the thing was, it was like, what do you think about the war in Afghanistan? And I was like, well, for every person, every man we kill in Afghanistan, we're killing probably someone's dad. You know, and that kid's going to grow up hating the U.S. no matter what, because the U.S. killed his dad. And then he's going to kill someone from the U.S. And someone from the U.S. is going to feel the exact same way and want to kill everyone from wherever we're at. It's a cycle. It is. And someone has to break the cycle. But I'll tell you what. If someone killed my dad, I'm not stopping until every one of them are dead. I <laughs> promise you. Correct. Correct. Yeah. And that's how they feel too, you know? Yeah. Exactly. So it's like, how, how am I supposed to look at him and say, look, you're, you're wrong because look, we're just trying to help you guys. But in the reality, all we did was go over there and kill like all their parents. And steal their oil. Yeah, and steal whatever resources they were using. Oh, this move, this TV series I'm watching is uh, uh, uh I'm trying to think about it. It's like just Jack, uh, Jack Ryan, I think Tom Tom Clary's Jack Ryan. Oh. That TV series, dude, that is awesome. 
I love that TV series because it's, it's, it literally does what we're talking about right now. It shows that because this kid was younger. I'm not going to spoil it for anyone, but it is you have to watch that. That's awesome. Uh, so if I can, uh, go I'd for like it, to dude. go to the next like line in my notes. Go, go for it. it, dude. It's your podcast. Go so for it. as long as a man attains property in a legitimate way, uh, such as uh, inheritance, gambling, work, or trade, then they can do whatever they'd like with that. But the issue with that is that if you're not able to do what you'd like to do, it's a type of slavery. So, like, as far as I can't, like, run down the street naked, I'm a slave to where I can't go around the street naked. Around the street naked. Because control of my body is restricted by some some force. (coughs) Or what I put down with the stars... And so far as wait, what are you saying? No, no, my bad. I gotta drink. I gotta yeah, drink, you, you drink I was gonna say something. Go for it. Keep going. Let him go. Okay. Uh, and so far as interference with our control of our bodies is prescribed, we are to that extent enslaved. It's so, true. like, if I'm like, what I was saying with the vaccine, if I'm forced to take the vaccine, I'm a slave because I have zero choice. And. I want to say that's wrong, but at the same time, I don't want my dad to go to the grocery store and get the coronavirus because some dick I didn't want to get a fucking vaccine. <laughs> yeah. it's, right. it, it's hard to, to like define what is the right thing to do. That's Even though yeah. you think it's the right thing to do, somebody thinks it's the wrong thing to do. Like I said, no matter what, you always be evil in someone else's eyes, which is sad nowadays. So, actually, this is a good way. A good segue into my objections to what I had to uh, write my thesis. Uh, So, uh, one objection was that it's really paternalistic, and paternalism would be like. Yeah, your parents? Yeah, like paternalism is pretty much like a parent over your shoulder saying, you can't do this, you can't do that. So, the first objection I have is addictive materials are physically harmful to the people who use them. And should be banned from. So my uh, my sec my point to like combat that is that from a purely economic standpoint, we can deduce from the fact that a man buys narcotics that they have that they value it more than the cost. Just from the fact that like if I give you money for ten, if I buy ten grams of weed of you off you from. Uh, let me just recite that whole sentence. <laughs> You're good, yo. This is what this is what good. This what gives the alcohol, and this what gives us entertainment. It does. Yeah, so, it does. It does. I'll just start from the top. From a purely from a purely economic <laughs> standpoint, we can deduce from the fact that a man buys narcotics that they value it more than the cost. So I give you a hundred bucks for ten grams of weed. It has to it has to make sense from the, like every perspective that. I value the 10 grams more than I value the 100 bucks. Or else why would I make the trade? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's my that's my uh, objection to the addictive materials are physically harmful to the people who use them and should be banned. Because if I thought that it was going to like be physically harmful to me, then I wouldn't have spent 100 bucks on it. And then yeah. another thing is a value-free economist can't categorize beneficial or harmful addictions. Okay. Uh, they can only conclude that an economic actor chose to consume uh, to you lose 
Either for I'm it. drunk or I'm really bad at writing. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, dude. Yeah, I ain't writing. My kid is writing shit. Don't worry. I'm trying to read it. And oh, I can't read it. Very fine. We, we just got. Uh, right. Oh. So we just had people walked in that there's still some food and stuff. Um, so, anyways, Kyle, continue. Uh. Uh, realistically, that's pretty much all of my paper. I can go through the advantages if you want it, but... Okay, um, well, well, before we go and stuff, I just want to know one more thing. It's like... Yeah. <clears throat> let's take a real quick question. South Padre. <laughs> can we bring up South Padre or what? Um, yeah, just whatever you gotta say. Okay, do you remember the time... Do you remember the time in South Padre? I know we took... I know we went from a deep conversation to a hardcore party conversation, but do you remember the time in South Padre? You and I were down there for a week straight, and we had one water bottle each. The whole time. Dude, I just want to say, the person in charge of our group... Failed us. I know. I didn't eat lunch or breakfast <laughs> for like six days. <laughs> and on the way home, he failed us because he slept a whole, what's like, hours. 24 hours. And he drove for like 30 minutes to an hour. He drove for 30 Are minutes and said, I'm, I'm too tired for this. We were here in St. Louis. I was in the back seat. I, I didn't get to sleep because he kept hitting the side of the road. Where you know those bumps that go. Are you serious? Yeah, those bumps. He kept hitting that, which kept waking me up, yeah, and I could not sleep. So I couldn't take it. Yeah. So Kyle and I drove all the way from where we live to South Padre straight. No, no, no. Um, South Padre is Texas. So we had to drive from South Padre, Texas, back to where we live straight. I we drank so much Rockstar, Red Bull, yeah, Monster, I just stay up. I'm sorry, that's a joke. Yo, keep going, dude. No, keep keep going. going. Go, go, keep take going. over. I had Rockstars in my car literally three years, two years after we went to Padre because they literally when we got there, some guy was like, "Hey, you guys want Rockstar?" I was like, "Yeah, dude." <laughs> so we just took we like we got so much stuff for so. Like dirt cheap. I don't even remember all the stuff. I got a picture of it. I don't know my phone. <laughs> it's fine. We bought so much like just narcotics. Narcotics. <laughs> just illegal narcotics. We bought so much. So cheap. <laughs> it was just like because we met some random dude at the like we were sitting out at the hotel. I don't even know what we were doing. I don't even remember what we were doing there. But some like some dude just pulls up to us. He's like, "You guys do drugs?" <laughs> <laughs> and we looked at each other. We're like. Yep. <laughs> so luckily we believed the dude because he actually came through. Yeah, he did. He he lived in this. He was uh, staying at the same building that we were staying in. He like lived like a, a floor above us. Our room number, but a floor above us came down and gave it to us. But yeah, but it sucked because we had to flush. I, I'm not gonna lie. We I'll say so we had to flush. Less than an ounce of no, way less than an ounce of weed down the toilet because we could not take it with us and no one want to buy Dude, it. Dude, I'm glad we didn't because yeah, when we stopped that border patrol, bro. That shit was so serious. It was so scary. I was like, damn. <laughs> like, I sure hope we don't got shit in the car because they had these dogs. They had oh. dogs. They had people like they had like metal detectors and, and stuff. And everything, bro. It was it was real. Yeah. So the one guy he rolled down the window. He looked at me. He goes. You from America? I'm like, <laughs> I looked at him like, yeah, dude. Why? <laughs> I should have said, you know, like when we started driving stuff, I looked at Kyle. Kyle started driving. I was like, dude, I should have said C. <laughs> I, I 
just spoke Spanish and seen what happened. I would have got arrested that day too. He's like, all right, I'm gonna need you to step out the car. You're gonna get booked. All right, guys. So that's it for this podcast. We had Kyle as a special guest. Thank you for showing up. Do you wanna do you wanna promote anything like uh like your Snapchat or anything that you want to or any thoughts? I want to make sure everyone who listens to this gets is that any limit that you perceive only feels like a limit because it's limiting you. So that means that you're beyond any limit you put on yourself. Or you allow anyone to put on you. I like it. Awesome. That's what I like to hear. Uh, listen, again, listen to uh, Couch Boys, the promoter. Uh, listen to Couch Boys, uh, Pressure, on Spotify or any music app that you can. Again, on August 22nd, watch Austin Thud the Hubbard. Uh, fight in the UFC. Um, Again, thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next week. See you next Saturday. Woo!